0: Welcome to the Steve Reeve podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Monday. This is a
1: prize winning dad joke. This is not your, your run of the mill, which bears the most condescending, a pan, duh. My wife asked me to stop singing Wonderwall, so I said maybe. Kind of drink could be bitter and sweet. A reality. These are run of the mill. This one's actually award winning. Well, maybe not an award, a prize winning. Anyway, there's a grocery store chain in the UK that had a contest like a nationwide kind of thing. Uh, and uh, they had over like 2,500 entries that they had to sift through one by one, grown by groan, to get to the best dad joke of them all. And I've got it for you. I've got it for you. It's submitted by a man named Austin. From Bedworth, Warwickshire. Here's the joke. I once hired a limo, but when it arrived, the guy driving it walked off. I said, excuse me, are you not going to drive me? The guy told me that the price didn't include a driver, so I spent 500 bucks on a limo and I have nothing to show for it. You're welcome. The internationally formed band foreigner they are going on an international tour once again the team just announced a massive 121 stop tour gonna be kicking off this Thursday in Iowa and concluding in 2022 next year's dates will be revealed in November as the first and uh, largely just American leg wraps up the Foo Fighters shook Madison Square Garden with the venue's first full capacity event since last March and they weren't alone I mean Obviously. Lots of people there. But at one point, comedian Dave Chappelle showed up and performed Radiohead's Creep with the band. <laughs> Weird, but welcome. Weird, but welcome. And George Michael's estate have made a statement after the flurry of fans coming to them and comparing New Zealand singer Lord's new single called Solar Power with George Michael's Freedom 90. The estate is saying we have praise for Lord after these connections were made. That's about it. Saying, hey, great. We wish her well. Uh, I'm paraphrasing, but they don't have... Anything negative to say, nor does it seem like they're going to be playing that plagiarism card and going after any sort of money or attention. Just wishing her well, which is kind of nice.
0: You're listening to the Steve Reeve podcast oh, yeah. from 100.5 Cruise FM. Going back to
1: work probably in the near future. Hey, I mean, like if you've been working from home. You might have uh, heard the call, the return back to, uh, to do the, uh, the in-person working at work again. I mean, my significant other, for instance, she's uh, you know seeing that kind of shifting back, not exactly all at once, but kind of hybridized, sometimes at work, sometimes at home. Still, I'm feeling like it's going to be a weird situation where people are going to be switching from that home work office to the actual work office, and they might be feeling a little bit homesick. They might be wishing that they could just sometimes wear less than pants. When it comes to being on a Zoom meeting, when it comes to that first half of the day, you know what I mean? Around the water cooler, around the coffee maker. Pants not that necessary at home, but they are at work. I have learned Homesick Sounds is a service that is being offered by Score a Score online. This 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 is hilarious. This website is offering a uh, a customized loadout of your favorite sounds from home that you can bring back to the office and you can blast it loudly so that everybody can hear it as well. Okay, so let's let's do an experiment. Let's try it out here. So they've got a few different songs. They say first select tunes. I'm going to go with the hold music. Oh, yeah. Okay. We got some hold music. There we go. Now, what's going on outside? Oh, definitely construction, birds, City traffic, for sure. Yeah, maybe some motorcycles. Okay, cool. What's going on inside? AC's on. Got a trap fly around. Maybe you put the dishwasher on. Because you're at home. What's that beeping? Okay, yeah. Uh, pets, what do you got? You got, Oh, I got cats at home, so I'll put those in there. But I'm also going to put a uh, big dog.
0: I'll do that as well.
1: Don't have kids at my place, but you might, so we'll put the baby in there. Maybe a teenager talking at you. What else can we add? <laughs> Smoothies being cooked by a roommate right there. Cooked. Wrong way to... Prepared. ...prepared by a smoothie. Somebody's on a Zoom call, there's a a video game going, one of the kids has got it happening. Uh, you've got a a fighting couple outside, somebody's mowing their lawn. This is all the things that you're gonna miss when you go back home, or back to work, you're missing home. Absolutely ridiculous. It's true, though. Grass is always greener. You are gonna miss it in a weird way. Tuesday. Youngsters of Canada right now, Health Canada is looking to ban certain vaping flavors, been described as most vaping flavors for the youths, and the idea is to do it for the youths, to, to make them less appealing, to make vaping in general a less appealing thing. Uh, interesting interesting i mean and we've seen new articles like this in the past and we've even seen legislation like this in the past where uh flavored tobacco is not really a big thing in canada anymore although you can still buy red flavored and golden flavored in some cases uh it's it's strange it's a strange situation and there's research that goes into it I, i can't deny that uh there are good intentions at mine but i never once as a kid Reached for something to smoke or to do when I was younger like based on the flavor uh, The flavor was a variable the flavor was an option. It was part of the variety the reason something to smoke seemed So appealing was specifically because I wasn't allowed to do it. That was the whole attraction entirely and teenagers it works different ways for different things, but for them, but it's a fundamental rule I wasn't allowed, so I wanted it. The more off-limits, the more intriguing, and because that was my singular experience, that means that it's the exact same story for everyone else in the world, too, right? Right? Something natural, like Mountain Dew flavor, or like, I don't know, Cheetos or something?
0: We have this here.
1: Churros. Yeah. Organic churro flavor. That's nat, I'll take that, that sounds good and natural. This poor guy. He's a reporter, specifically, but that's kind of besides the point. He's just a guy down in the United States, and uh, he's in a fantasy football league. You know, everything seems to be totally normal here. He suggests that whoever loses the fantasy football league should spend 24 hours in a waffle house, and with the caveat that you can shave off a full hour if you eat a full waffle. Easy to cut off a couple of those, extremely difficult once you try to get to, like, the halfway point, cutting 12 out of the 24. The staff at the Waffle House didn't quite believe him that he was in for the long haul, though he did tip very generously. And in fact, apparently on the sidelines, friends of his put together a little fundraiser and uh, managed to get like over a thousand U.S. dollars to give to the staff of the Waffle House for their trouble in all this. But yeah, suggests that there's this penalty, this, this humiliation for losing the Fantasy Football League, proceeds to immediately lose the Fantasy Football League. What the real joy here is, though, is the actual thread itself. It's fantastic. It is fantastic. Uh, He started off at 4.07 p.m. It took him not the entire 24 hours, but far too long. And with far too much gastrointestinal discomfort. Much like Man V Food. You remember that show? Fantastic idea for show. Horrible idea for the host's lifespan.
0: Hey Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast.
1: This story, this, this Twitter thread really from a guy named Lee Sanderlin uh is just killing me all about this 24 hours spent in waffle house well not quite 24 hours but that was the prison sentence cuz he lost his fantasy football league a uh, a sentence he suggested for the loser which he then promptly became but uh, just some of the excerpts from the thread just killing me i mean so this guy he had to do 24 hours in a 24 hour waffle house but he could shave off a full hour by eating a full waffle cutting into it just a little bit into the uh, the experience They're going down like cement now, and the heart is beating real heavy-like. I'm the only non-employee here, got half of Waffle 6 left in so many hours. It goes on hello. It's hour seven where we stand six waffles consumed 11 hours remain insides are in shambles But two kind mississippians came in and gave me some roll shout out to those people Your boy is for real in pain <laughs> goes on goes on goes on he finally did get out They gave a huge 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 tip for the staff and everything like that But it reminds me so very deeply of a moment in movie history that is forever gonna stick with me John candy and the 96er from The Great Outdoors.
0: How is he? That's good. Processing nicer. Processing very very, very better. All right,
1: continue. (laughs) One last bite, except for all the gristle and fat. Uh, We start off with kind of music-adjacent news. Uh, Annie Murphy, who you uh, might recognize as the uh, star of Schitt's Creek, one of anyways, um, she apparently one time licked Coldplay frontman Chris Martin's hand with all kinds of sweat on it post-show with the meet and greet. Uh, this is admitted during True Confessions on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon where you have to, basically it's two truths and a lie, you gotta figure out the the lie of the bunch. So they're investigating, they're asking her questions, and they want to know who she was with at the time when this so-called licking incident occurred. <laughs> Uh, A bunch of my friends. And did they all freak that you touched his hand? They looked at me with... Pride and disgust. (laughs) Sounds about right. Uh, Now, we've also got Ronnie James Dio posthumously releasing an autobiography. And, of course, the title is going to be Rainbow in the Dark. What else would it be? Apparently, that's actually going to be out pretty soon. You only have a month to wait. July 27th is going to be released by Permuted Press. And Joni Mitchell is celebrating a huge milestone today. And with the reveal of a uh, surprise 50th anniversary box set for the album Blue. That's right. A Half a century since her seminal album, Blue, was released. And now a uh, digital EP of some outtakes and demos is going to be released alongside the reissue of the album. Available already. Wednesday. Self-esteem does play a part when it comes to peer pressure. But I don't know if that's exactly the case with what happened on Conan. So... Conan, uh, last week, basically, of his TBS show, he's been getting loose in a weird and fun way. It, it's been great. It's kind of like the veil's been off a little bit. And you get to see a little bit more of the guy behind Conan, the nightly talk show host. Well, he had Seth Rogen on, and uh, he asked Seth Rogen, he says, I'm not done on TV, perhaps there's going to be you know, another project down the line, but he's going to have some downtime before that ever comes to light. So what should he do with his downtime? Basically, the question, like, what do you do with your retirement? is the equivalent, uh, and Seth Rogen gave the exact Seth Rogen answer that you think that he might. And, uh, the rest was absolutely hilarious. I was in hysterics. I, I enjoy... ever a sign you didn't smoke weed, it's like you just told <laughs> it a fine it's herb. It's a finer herb, as I'm told. <laughs> and he clearly shows that he does not know what he's talking about uh, several times. This is how lame I am. For a second I thought, he brought a birthday candle? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: that is no birthday candle No, don't smoke that now this <laughs> that is, that is no birthday candle see but the thing is is that uh maybe maybe they did have the idea to get into it right away uh, i i won't say so i'll leave it for the video you can check it out for yourself but i mean just as an indication i mean here's just a clip from a few moments later on the show <laughs> Something happened, and I feel like Conan was pretty relaxed for the rest of the show. Concert announcements, uh, tours. Uh, starting off with Elton John. Now, unfortunately, he's only going to be doing the token Canadian stops along this last leg of his farewell tour final North America tour, uh, Farewell Yellow Brick Road, that's the name of it, September 7th in Toronto, and then looking down further, October 21st in Vancouver, everywhere else looks to be in the United States, though, uh, very cool, uh, July all the way into November is when these, uh, these new dates are being announced, and it's gonna be a big blowout, you know, big last hurrah. Todd Rundgren, he's got a lot more dates than Elton does, and none of them. None of them have made it up here uh, into Canada, but uh, The Individualist, a true star tour is what it's called. 29 dates kicking off in October in Boston and uh, and wrapping up in San Francisco in November. And uh, each night of the tour is going to see a uh, and sort of an inclusion, a moment, uh, a, a, an acknowledgement, I guess, of Todd Rundgren getting the uh, recent Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. Speaking of which, the Go-Go's are also celebrating their recent induction, as well as the release of a new documentary just simply called the Go-Go's, and they've only added five dates, keeping it pretty exclusive, all in North America on the West Coast. Now, they say North America, it's all in America on the West Coast, December San Francisco, December Los Angeles, December Las Vegas, and then brand new year January hitting San Diego as well. Oh, two dates in Las Vegas that makes up the five they're go going, but only for a little while.
0: Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve podcast from one hundred point five cruise fm i 'm here to
1: make you feel ancient
0: only because I feel ancient, so I just want
1: you know misery company all that stuff, right? <laughs> but uh, I love finding those milestone anniversaries of of things that we loved when we were you know younger years gone by and we're thinking oh that's not that wasn't that long ago was it? (laughs) It it wasn't 25 years ago to the day was it it was 25 years ago the Nintendo 64 was released although to be fair it was released in Japan later in September it made its way to North America but still codename project reality because they were gonna be jumping over into 3d polygons instead of pixels man I remember all the fun that you had? The first Mario 64, the, the Zelda games that were on there, Mario Party, the original Super Smash Bros. Like, these are things that like just exist still in today. Uh, but yet, you can't really get access to most of them when you've got the newer stuff from Nintendo. You gotta have access to the old. They put out those mini ones for the original Nintendo, the Super Nintendo. No such thing for the 64! No love for it just yet. 25 years later. I think it's time. I think it's time. Make a move, Nintendo, because uh, clearly I'm running out of it. Thursday. Sexy Beasts, this new trailer for a dating show from Netflix. If you have not seen it yet, it is an acid trip of a dating show. And uh, my, my first theory was because they were going to be dressing people up as animals, creations, <clears throat> monsters, pieces of antiquity of, of mythology I, all kinds of weird weird creations nobody's gonna look exactly like they look normally and i thought theorized predicted perhaps that uh, furries were going to be absolutely thrilled by this i was countered almost immediately by furries saying no we are disgusted by this we have been co-opted so i don't know what to think i don't know what to think it is a very weird trailer that really just defies description and needs to be seen for itself but i can play a little taste could you fall in love with someone based on personality alone? What
0: is your ideal woman? Personality to me is everything. Ass first, personality second.
1: Okay, person so the, the weirdest thing is that the first guy talking was a grasshopper and the second one was a beaver, and I'm not kidding, and this is like Hollywood-level special effects that they're throwing on these people's faces. It's the weirdest thing. But then, you know, the big reveal is going to happen when they actually say, yes, we want to swipe on this one. We want to match on this non-Tinder Tinder. Tinder." They're going to take all the makeup off, and then you're going to have all that awkwardness of people actually revealing how shallow they really are. (laughs) It's going to be horrible people, terrific television. That's my prediction. It is a nice time to love Metallica. You're getting some, some good things coming out. I mean, you might already be aware that 30 years later, big old anniversary, they're going to be reissuing their 1991 self-titled album, which we know as the Black Album on September 10th via their own, uh, their own record label, their own release remastered, deluxe set, of course, all kinds of extras, six DVDs, hardcover book, all of it. Uh, and to celebrate that album release, there's actually something that's just starting to come out. Now, the Metallica Blacklist. What is this? It's 53 tracks, covers from other artists that is going to benefit a bunch of different charities, split into different, different segments. Like there's a whole one dedicated to Enter Sandman, bunch of different artists, each doing their own covers of that. Uh, some of them are kind of one-offs. There's, uh, St. Vincent covering Sad But True, Pop is doing Holier But Thou, uh, Holier Than Thou, rather. A lot of other ones. The big one that's getting a lot of attention is, Miley Cyrus, but not just herself. Miley Cyrus joined by Watt, joined by Elton John, Yo-Yo Ma's playing on it, Robert Trujillo, Chad Smith of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You're wondering what the heck does that all sound like? This is your answer. I see
0: I Every day for us
1: okay, uh, kind of love it, actually. Sad news, though. Moving over to sad news. Mark Hoppus of Blink-182 fame has made an announcement. He says that uh, he has been diagnosed with cancer. Uh, In fact, it was a little while ago. He opened up with a post just yesterday saying for the past three months... I've been undergoing chemotherapy for cancer. I have cancer. It sucks, and I'm scared, and at the same time, I'm blessed with incredible doctors and family and friends to get me through this. As though months of treatment ahead of me, but I'm trying to remain hopeful and positive. Can't wait to be cancer-free and see you all at a concert in the hopefully near future. Love to you all. Very, very hard situation to be in. A lot of love coming out from uh, his fellow band members, Travis Barker, especially, saying he knew he's known for a while. Marcus's brother says, I love him and support him and we'll be with him every step of the way can't wait till they can play it together again now we're all just waiting for that day
0: you're listening to the Steve Reed podcast oh, yeah. from 100.5 Cruise FM in New York
1: City a, the principal was caught and I do mean like really really caught Trying to get out of school a week early. Now, not just like, "Hey, we're gonna shut things down a week early," but no, 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 we're gonna shut things down a week early. But please, still fill out your attendance requirements at the morning, uh, in the morning each day for the next week. Right? It's gonna give parents a little bit of pause. They're going, "Wait, but why? Why are we giving attendance if there are gonna be no classes? Whether I mean in school or virtual, as most of them are." Uh, and the answer is, well, just because she wanted some more time off. It would appear. It would appear. Um, some mom saying, hey, like, you should never end a school year early, but if there was ever a year for more instruction rather than less, this is the one. And I have to completely agree. A normal year, I'd be like, wow, MVP, you're the hero. It's that time of year where teachers are just wheeling TVs into classrooms to put on, you know, some movies, which is what they did when I was younger. Now they don't wheel those carts in anymore. The TVs just exist With the screens, it's all very, very high-tech, and I've been out of school for a long time. But still, would have been my hero. 2021? Nah, not cool. I love this story as well. This uh, this science that's coming out of Iran, uh, it apparently is just a correlation. They found a connection between having sex and alleviation of hay fever, allergy uh, symptoms. That's all it is. It's as simple as that. Great. Finally, a solution, right? I mean, there's also antihistamines, but still. Science says that doing the deed can help you curb your seasonal or even your pet allergies. And the reason why is because just nerve connections. I mean, when there's activity in one place, doesn't mean that there's nothing happening anywhere else. In fact, it means that blood vessels are constricting within your nose and, uh, you know, you're not producing as much mucus. You know, your, your nasal cavities are a little clearer, congestion goes down, your eyes are literally going to water less. Like, all of these symptoms of allergies getting combated directly. Perfect. Just when you're at your most attractive, too, right? For when you love your sessions to start and end with. Hey, could you please pass me a tissue? Friday. End of an era yesterday on late night TV. Conan had his very last episode, uh, apparently ever, of a late night talk show. Uh, More to come, I'm sure. We haven't seen the last of Conan, whether in front of the camera or behind it. I mean, he started off as a writer. But uh, it was different than when he last left NBC, you know what I mean? When it was the last big hurrah of Conan is uh, is ending his show. And it was before we knew about the TBS move and everything, and he really just was going to go on tour and, and you know, kind of uh, experience a new kind of audience and that, all that stuff. We had like a week long of just the most extravagant business going on, as people say goodbye to Conan. Uh, this felt a lot more Conan. And I mean, maybe a lot more today as well. I mean, that was 11 years ago that he made the shift over to TBS, which is absolutely wild. But, um, you know, somebody who we've been watching for just so long. I mean, he's been around as long as I can remember on TV and, uh, you know, uh, a, a late night talk show leaving the fold, which, uh, you know, makes it real tough. I mean, it's uh, they're a dying breed in the sense that there are now more late night talk show hosts than there ever have been before. So, <laughs> you know, I don't think it's that kind of a loss, Uh, but it is a loss of Conan the personality in and of himself but not just conan i mean 28 years of late night three different shows but only one andy i when i found Andy rector he's one of the funniest people that i ever met and i put him next to me and andy i never said to andy <clears throat> you know give me room get you know you can't get the laugh i've got to get the laugh the rule is always if you think of the funniest thing just say it and that'll get us out and he did it a hundred thousand times he's a brilliant man and I love him forever, Andy Richter. Okay, so less unsung now. You got, you got a little bit of singing in there. It's, it's fantastic. We cannot forget the sidekick, especially because in an age where we don't really have sidekicks on TV anymore, he's still rocking. I guess, as of yesterday, no longer, but still, you get my point. Behind the Music is back, thanks to the Paramount Plus streaming service specifically. First two episodes premiere on July 29th, with the remaining episodes releasing weekly. Much like the VH1 original, each episode will focus on an artist or band drawing from a list including Duran Duran, Jennifer Lopez, Brett Michaels, New Kids on the Block, Huey Lewis, and more. The headliners of New Orleans 2021 Jazz Fest are absolutely stacked. Foo Fighters, Stevie Nicks, Beach Boys, Black Crows and more. The extended lineup is also, of course, going to include some uh, more genuine jazz playing bands. But it would be pretty fun to see all of the performance performers lined up for this uh, to play their hits as you know, jazzy arrangements. The festival didn't happen last year, the first cancellation in the event's 50 years, so it's going to be a return to form this time around. Tickets are on sale, though that means not as much to us, does it? And finally, Mumford & Sons is losing one of their sons. In fact, it's uh, Winston Marshall who's been in the news uh, over the course of the year for a few different reasons. He actually took a bit of a hiatus from the band back in March after uh, praising a right-wing journalist and uh, and getting a little bit of backlash not just from fans but from members of the band as well he now is leaving them permanently and says the only way forward for me is to leave the band I hope in distancing myself from them I'm able to speak my mind without them suffering the consequences I leave with love in my heart and wish those three boy- boys nothing but the best I have no doubt that their stars will shine long into the future Well, certainly hope for that this is a wild story. You can read the full article at cruiseradio.com thanks to the uh, the cruise news team. But this is just an insane story about a father and son battling COVID right here in our backyard. And while in fact they had to be transferred to Edmonton to, to due to lack of beds here at the Northern Lights Regional Health Center. Um, it's uh, Clayton and Scott Langford uh, and both Had to be put into induced comas for several weeks while dealing with COVID-19. What an unbelievable situation. As Clayton uh, relates it, he was taken to the health center after having trouble breathing. He had tested positive for the virus in the week prior. And the very next day, Scott, his son, arrived at the hospital. And that's basically the last memory that Clayton says he has before being put into a coma and waking up four weeks later. Four weeks later what an unbelievable situation and of course this virus has not hit everybody the exact same way but it has been absolutely severe for people and right in our backyard right at home here uh, and in Clayton's own words he says I get so frustrated trying to listen to different people I spent 40 days in the hospital it is no joke hey
0: it never really was. Transmission over. One more, Steve. New podcast episodes happen every Friday. Or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show weekday morning, starting at 5:30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.